Oh, okay. Um, hi guys, hope you're doing well. Um, today is the first episode of the Q&A Sundays. Alongside me today are two United fans. We have Deck Joyce and Jamie Alged, um, both making their first appearance on the show, just like myself. Um, so just give you a brief overview of what Sunday Q&A is all about. Basically, every week, uh, in the middle of the week, we'll put a post on Instagram and asking you guys for questions that we can answer on our Sunday Q&A uh, stint. And it can be anything as long as it is football-related, please, of course, as well. Um, so I believe we have eight questions, so let's get started. Um, and the questions that we have chosen um, are as follows. Sorry if yours wasn't picked, by the way, as well. So, Jab sent in saying, who do you reckon will win the PF PFA Young Player of the Year for next season? Who wants to go first? You want to start off there? <laughs> nah, that was true. Nah. Um, I think it depends on what, well, yeah, what players, teams getting in the summer. I think there's massive talk yeah, of James Mancho coming in um, to many of the big clubs. Mm. I think there's no, there's no one for definite. But um, in my opinion, I think if Rashford kept up the goal-scoring rate that he was going at yeah. before he got injured, I think he's in with a shout there. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Like, just looking at his numbers, in the Premier League, he had 22 games with 14 goals and four assists, which is just like, at his age, 21, it's just ridiculous. So, he can only get better as well. And like, if you look at players he's playing with and training with like they're saying yeah. that he just he's unbelievable like he's one of the best talents that they've they've seen so yeah, I think this for me has to be like no, no bias opinions there then boys eh now I think also though just to play with devil's advocate if Phil Foden got a decent run of games mm. in that city side which I don't think he will next season but I think he does need the run of games in some in it's in some place like. What about what about your Saw, your Martinelli, your um Finale and all of them? What about them? Yeah, see just, I think I think Martinelli's definitely a good shout as well. But I don't yeah. think he I don't think he's contributing to the same amount of goals as Rashford will. And mm. another person you could also pick is Mason Mount. Like I, I think he is a quality, quality player. But I just, I don't think that he'll have the same goal contributions as Marcus Rashford and the same impact on a team as Rashford would. Yeah, fair enough. Right, we'll move on to the next question. Uh, this was sent in by an anonymous user. Um, so you can only watch one football season for the rest of your life. <laughs> season would it be? I believe this was your main choice. Yeah, it was. Um, it's... Oh, I, I, I don't answer this one, Phil. I reckon Jamie should. I've, I've got quite a few that I would... I've got quite a few that I'd say, but... Um, so, for me, the 99 treble winning season, that's obviously got to be up there. That's, uh, that's definitely one. But if we're talking Premier League, you've either got to look at the invincible season just how they went about like winning I know Hadji has his doubts on all this but 
I yeah. think how they just went unbeaten throughout the whole season is a feat that even City couldn't do, Liverpool couldn't do. Like it's just it's such an extended period where you have to be so focused throughout the whole season. I think it's just pretty incredible. Another yeah, one I'd say. Another one I'd say is um, I hate to say it, but uh, the 2011-2012 season, the way how it the how it ended with Aguero scoring that winner against QPR in the added you time. Watch all over again though as a United fan, really. I, I, well, I mean, I, I, I actually get goosebumps from the commentary. Like, just the commentary. I, I hate it, but it is just like, the way that they won it is just so crazy. Yeah, yeah I guess. See, if I was thinking of a season, like a football season as such, I would be thinking of what World Cups are in there as well. So, if I'm first one that comes to mind is like, just a season of like, Oh nine ten, yeah. United didn't win it, but like mm. all that season, of, United played class that season as well. And mm. um, and like as a season of football, shall I say, that's up there for me. Will hundred percent. Yeah, yeah you, gotta, you gotta add in a bit extra sometimes, haven't you? I guess. Yeah, um, um, but if I was gonna go prem season alone, um, oh seven, oh eight, a hundred percent. Just the team, just the yeah, team. You know, Ronaldo, Rooney, Tevez. Ripping yeah. out, like. What a great strike! Anything to do with United is just going to just be slapped on. Really, you got at least someone else to support. Someone else on here today. But, oh well. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. Next, we've got two questions next, both pretty similar. First, we have um, Hugh Mitchell, Millsy Tripod. Um, <laughs> is the Arsenal invincible team overrated? And next, we have Penny saying. Is the Arsenal um, invincible Arsenal team or record-breaking record-breaking City team? So, Dex, do you want to go off with? You believe it's overrated, and would you choose the Invincibles or City? I don't think it's overrated at all. Um, like like uh, James said, it's to do that is unreal. Mm. Like you look back on the season and you look where games couldn't have, like may not go your way and you still find a way to either pick up a point or get the win. Like it mm. I felt in the hardest hardest league in the world as well. Yeah. I felt and time as well. Yeah. I think when you look at I think it's it's very harsh to uh, for them to be judged as oh yeah, they just kept on drawing, they kept on drawing. But mm. however without those draws, they're dropping points. Mm-hmm. They they're Dropping points, and you can Even say, "Oh, just one. yeah, oh, like for a big club, you should be going out to winning games." Yeah, you should, but also if you want to just keep on top- topping up the points, yeah, like I'd rather yeah. not. Lose. You know, yeah, you see, your your fans lose focus if you start losing. You start losing two or three games in a row, and then all of a sudden you've got people on your back. But like you say, you keep drawing, but you keep winning at the same time as well. You're gonna be, you're gonna be well, yeah. they work pretty sweet in the end, I guess. Yeah, hundred percent. And if you and look, like, as, if you look as well at the um, at Liverpool as well, trying to do it this season, probably one of yeah. the like greatest chances that has ever been since that uh, yeah. season. Even Liverpool couldn't do it with, arguably, I don't know, believe this, but the best centre back in the Premier League ever. Yeah. Uh, you've also got Mo Salah, who's got the goal scoring record, like. In the, uh, for one season in the Premier League with, I think it was 33 goals, wasn't it? 
which is just like is mad. So he's definitely a prolific goal scorer. You've got Mane as well, like the whole Liverpool team that has been playing this. Play full back, midfield, and right mid and left mid as well. So you kind of got an all round team that's just. The Liverpool, the Liverpool team, like we won't go on debate about it. The Liverpool team is just it's perfect. Everyone knows their role. The goal scorers, the goal scorers, the passers, the passers, the defenders, the defenders. Everyone knows their role, and that's what they're doing. <laughs> the most hard way of describing it. way of doing it. <laughs> the football ease. The football ease. That's football. Right. That's football. <laughs> Age football. Simple as that. Um, any, any, any other points you want to put on onto them? Well, I think with because we didn't really mention the city side as much because I think it was a very solid answer that, that we all gave. But um, it is worth mentioning though, like they had an incredible season that season, like unreal to mm. to get that many points and to play the football they played as well was just absolutely beautiful. They were beating teams just like just like it was a walk in the park. However. The long, if we're looking at like longevity, like Invincibles without a shadow of doubt. Every time. Would you would you say Invincibles over that City team? Yeah, hundred percent. Would you? Ah, oh, see, I would say the City team personally. Although really? although they dropped points, I would still say that that City team was better than that Invincibles team, because the amount of wins they had is far yeah, greater are than. About on paper or not? Like, are you talking about on paper or just like? Even on paper, I would I would argue that Sergio Aguero is gonna surpass Thierry Henry and Alan Shearer's Premier League record of goal scored. I, I think. That... Go on, sorry, go on. Oh go on, well, go on. I just I just think that, that that City team to break so many records throughout that season, like yeah, the Invincibles did it and broke loads of records when they were uh, when they were um, playing, but. If you look at how many records that City broke, even before the season had even finished, like first team ever to get over a hundred points, like the most goals scored in a season, like it's the amount of times that they just kept breaking records and records and records. I think they had broke over nine records or something in that season, which is just like unfathomable, like for a whole season. But as as a player yourself, what would you rather? Would you rather win the league with a lot of points or go unbeaten and still win the league? Ah, uh, see, uh, I don't know. I think I'd, I think I'd rather no, get about, the records. It's not about necessarily whether they got the records, they wouldn't like they win the league or whatnot. It's literally right now. It's your opinions based on which team would you have, not not on the amount of records they they disp- they had, not the amount of not whether they won the league or not, not the amount of points they ended up on. What team would you have with the players in that team? One answer ago. I think if you were to put them against each other, like that Invincibles team versus the City team, I think the City team would just win. The football oh, that they play yeah. is just ridiculous. I think if we're looking at it for like pound for pound, player for player, I think that City team does does just edge it for me. But however, if we're bringing in context, I think the Invincibles team... Yeah. That's off to him. Fair enough. We'll leave. We'll leave that nice little debate there. We'll move on. It's always a heated one, that, isn't it? Um, nah, it was not heated. Right. So this is from an anonymous person, and it is VAR, yes or no? I'm gonna kick off. I'm gonna kick off this question, boys, and I'm gonna say 
VAR is a straight up veto. So no, I think it's ruined football. I think it's football is a high intensity sport, which is constantly it's just it's constant. It's high intensity the whole time. Stop start. The most you have the most you have in play of stopping is ten seconds to make a sub or if you have an injury or something like that as well. It's high intensity. Rugby, cricket, tennis, all they have, they have all these TMOs and everything. And it works perfectly for them because it's so stop-start. There's breaks. It's all the time. Rugby, there's breaks. Their, their physios can go on the pitch whilst they're cracking, yeah. cracking their back or whatever. VR ruins football because it's, it's, there's no trust in referees or officials. There's no, and there's nothing to go along with it, how it ruins it for fans as well. If your team scores a goal, you want to be celebrating. You want to get your next one. You want to keep going, keep playing. As soon as you score a goal and then straight away, immediately in the back of your head, instead of thinking, fuck, we've got a goal, let's go. You're thinking, mm, are they going to disallow it? Is it going to be allowed? Like, what's going to happen? Even before you even see a problem with what is going on. You it could be a long way. Like twice, don't you? Because you celebrate you the goal celebrate. you celebrate that it's allowed as well. You could, you could score a world uh, halfway line goal like David Beckham Wayne Rooney and you'd still question it even though you know it's perfect over to you boys what are you thinking see I think I think VAR for me is a brilliant idea I think it, it should be implemented into the football because like you said they do have it in rugby and tennis and other sports as well and it means that you are getting the decisions correct all the time and I think that that is definitely now like a crucial thing that should be happening in football however yeah. I think this VAR that we have at the moment is just not up to scratch and I think we need to implement it into like you said because it's a high intensity game I think we need to implement it into being a high intensity game so they shouldn't be spending like four minutes on just one decision it's just that does kill the game it kills the momentum and it just does like slow everything down but I think if they were to get it better where with all the rules as well, like an armpit yeah. being offside for some goals. Like, it's yeah. ridiculous. Well, I mean, I they've, ruined, they've ruined football with VAR because of such small, minor details like that. And it's just like, you can't, you can't argue it because it's right, but you can argue that it ruins the game. I think, I think what they should do for the offside rules is like the, uh, the thing that touches the ball, so that body part that touches the ball should be the thing that was considered offside. So maybe your head's offside, but you score with your right foot. I think that that should be like, and your right foot's onside. I think that that would be a good way to do it. Yeah. I think there's, there's talk of it having a certain, like a certain leeway in terms of like how much they can give. Mm -hmm. that yeah. yeah. Um, but it's not, it's not just offsides though. Like someone could have accidentally tripped up, Harry Kane on the halfway line and it'd go back to a foul. Like yeah. it's, it's ridiculous because they're looking at it with a fine tooth comb. Like every bit of play leading up. Yeah. Is every rather than has that actually disrupted the game? Yes or no? No. Mm. I'll so, tell you one time, one time I've ever agreed with VAR is because it made one of the most exciting games I've ever watched. Was the Chelsea I Chelsea Ajax? Yeah. Chelsea when yeah. Um, centre back and someone else can't remember who, but there was a foul and then a handball in the same period. They got a second yellow red card and then a straight red card as well for no, then a second yellow again. Sorry, and it's the only time I've agreed with it because these these 
is a sequence. Is a sequence of. Uh, the there, there was a no. There was a Spurs and City match as well, was, where Guardiola kicked off at that whole thing. I can't remember who, but Chelsea's and it was four all in the end. I remember, but that's the only time I remember it because there was a sequence of play that you couldn't keep up with, but you obviously have to go back and realise. And it, it made sense. It made the game more exciting, but I still stick by. I think they are. Still not be here. I think it needed to be tested out, and it needed to be brought into football to to see what worked and what didn't. Yeah. Mm. So in that sense, like if, if they went back, got rid of it, tried to change how they actually used it, mm. and then brought it back in, I'd welcome it rather than be against it. I think the way the way it is now, if we're speaking currently, is. I don't read VAR at all. No. Yeah. How, would, Beck, how would you implement it into the game without having to try it beforehand? You can't just like say, well, oh, we've got it perfect in non-league football, so we're now going to bang it into the Premier League. No, I think what, what I meant was that we've had a season, or was it two seasons now, with VAR? Yeah. yeah? So there is obvious... Um, faults with it from from many fans' perspective and many players' perspective, just all across football, really. So therefore, it needs to be taken out, kind of gone over again with a fine tooth comb, as in like actually have a kind of backbone in place. So, so is it certain th- like particular things rather than everything that may affect the game? Yeah. Yeah. If, 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 find, if, find a detail. Take some, say, take some bits out. Put some bits in. Kind of make sure that it's yeah, yeah. It's, they it's they definitely need to go over some of the uh, rules that the game. is in mm-hmm. VAR because at the moment, some like the armpit thing that just like grates my gears. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like referees know. I was listening to a podcast, um, the Peter Crouch podcast. Um, with hey, my, let's not bring up rival podcast. Yeah, true, true. Massive rival podcast, you know, we're, we're up there with them. Um, anyway, yeah, Mike Dean was saying, like, even with referees, like, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, I may have got this decision wrong. And it completely undermines referees, I think, sometimes. Yeah. It's almost like, what's, what's the point of them being there to, for, them deci- for their decisions to be turned over all the time? Mm. Like, it's... If it's we like it, not having faith in the referees anymore. We're not like, yeah. And they just why? And they just why can't? Why do we need a referee if they're going to go to VAR anyway? Why can't we just have a voiceover over the stadium saying that's a foul? Precisely. You know I mean? So why do we still pay referees and everything? Why can't we just put our trust in referees? Give them better, give them better qualifications. Show them how to to control the game better. If if you don't trust what they're doing, get better people in. But, if you if your employees shit, you heart you fire them, and get a better one in, or you train them to make them better. You give them warnings. Why can't we do that, with referees? I think referees though they they are like even the liners as well. Like they a lot of the time they are getting decisions correct, even if it is down to like the finest of detail. But they can't get it exact every time, and I think that's when VAR should come in. But they just but need to be quicker with it. Sometimes it makes it entertaining. Like people are, I know it costs costs games sometimes, but I think. You look how hard their job is, like being a liner. Yeah. <laughs> like, it sounds it sounds weird to say, like, oh, they've probably got the hardest job. But like it must be absolutely solid because how fast the game is nowadays, 
to keep up with it. You've got and thousands of fans behind you selling you trying behind you and trying to get in your head as well. And yeah, saying they're gonna shag your wife and stuff, it's not it's not ideal, is it? Not what you want to hear on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, no, exactly. So <laughs> I think they have so much pressure on them, so maybe they do need a bit a bit of help. But is there other technologies that could be used rather than VAR? You know what I mean? Yeah. On about it's something like lasers or something. VAR is like VAR, TMO, like in tennis and cricket and rugby, like yeah. it's, all, it's still the same thing. Just VAR is a lot more technolo technologically advanced. What I what I think would be beneficial for football though is to actually people in the stadium and people watching at home, like obviously at home you can see how they're checking it, but in the stadium you can't. Yeah. So I think if they project it and like you know you can hear the refs in like rugby actually talk about the decisions mm. happen. I think it makes I think it makes it far more well. There's far more clarity. It's including them. It's just in. It, it goes down to the simple playground trick of just include everyone in it. When everyone's in that stadium, they want to know what's going on rather than just hearing... Oh, yeah, they don't, they don't even put it on the big screen or anything. I think yeah, they put it on the big screen. The team gets a goal and then five minutes later, oh, no, it's been taken away and you have no reason as to be told why it's been taken away. I think that's... Yeah. Right, just, it just plummets the sport into, yeah. in, into why people don't want to watch it as much anymore. Mm -hmm. I was about to say Bundesliga didn't have that many people, but obviously there's a reason for that. <laughs> but it's obviously, you know what I mean? Like it just takes away the excitement and entertainment from football if you just keep oh. stopping starting because it's like with tennis and cricket, you have that because it's part of the game. They show you in football, it's so fast paced and it's so, there's always something going on. You have players, you, there's something going on away from the ball when on the other side of the pitch all the time. It's a, it's yeah. a great fucking sport. Well, I mean, you can't ruin it with technology. What, what I've seen like with tennis though is, it's the same thing. When if the ball is in by like the slightest of margins, it's in. Yeah. But you don't see everyone else. You don't see everyone in tennis kicking off about that. I guess it's it's growing up around the way that the sports were cultures, isn't it? It's like rugby is sport watched by gentlemen, played by thugs, whereas football is a sport played by gentlemen, watched no played by thugs, watched by no played by gentlemen, watched by thugs. That's the one. Yeah. I mean, like it's based, it's based off, it goes all the way back to how the sport is brought up and it's not changed that much. It's just had little contingencies brought in. Yeah. I think it's evolved anyway. quite a lot as a sport though, but yeah, we'll, we'll go on. Yeah. Anyway, that's, I knew I'd knew spend a lot of time on that one, yeah. Um, so another one from an anonymous user. Would you resume, yeah, resume or void the season regarding Liverpool as well? I, I think you just. I think for me, you've kind of got to resume the season because otherwise, well, if you, you, if you I don't know. You you can't say really at this time, can you? But for me, you you've kind of got to resume the season at some point, don't you? Because you can't give Liverpool the title or take their title away. No, you can't. Like they because they have they have deserved it. They were like what was it three or six points or something away from lifting yeah, the trophy. How many games did they have left? It must have only been like five or six, something like that. Less than that, maybe. To win, to win the uh, the season, I think it was only like three or six points. So, if they had played just a couple more games, they would have won the title and lifted the trophy. But yeah. because of this whole thing, I don't think you can really give them the trophy because they haven't actually won it. No, you but can't. You can't. You can't just. No, you can't just give them the trophy, even when because they haven't won. Yeah, they haven't won the league. They haven't won the league. I'm sorry, they haven't. Yeah. But 
However, but generally, would you resume the would you resume the season? Not not necessarily forget forget Liverpool. Generally, would you resume the season for the whole benefit of having the end of season table? I think. Well, we we're seeing with like League Two, they've they've finished their season. Mm. They've all voted to finish their season. So Swindon have won the league, even though they didn't win the league as such. Mm. So I think, and they, and there's no. Um, there'll be promotion playoffs, but no one will be relegated. So, if if you've got no one being relegated, but people coming up, I think it there needs to be something. But I think with all the other leagues, it might be this person has won the league, and there's going to be a playoff to see who's in there because it's top two, and then a playoff in there. Mm, yep. So I think it makes sense for. The uh, for Liverpool to win the league and then have almost like a playoff at the bottom rather than um, actually completely avoiding it. No one goes down, etc. Yeah, it's cruel. It's cruel to do, especially especially for the relegated teams. It's cruel to do because if they still if they still had a fighting chance of getting out of relegation as well, it's a difficult thing to judge on. But but I think clubs are so dependent on that that money from going up. I think it's it's, it's massive for, for those clubs. So I think to actually give them a fighting chance, you you have to really. I think but even teams getting relegated, they also get money for getting relegated as well. Ex- well, yeah, exactly. Like to build their to build that, but then you're then saying that those teams that would have got relegated aren't also getting this money. No, 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 they are getting that money. but So that's why I think you need to almost um, adapt to the bottom and just like leave the top how it is, if that makes sense. For, especially for the Prem. I think yeah. give Liverpool a title. They deserve it. They, they 100% deserve it. I think you can't, you ask any Premier League club, they'd be like, yeah, hats off to Liverpool, fair play. So I think in that sense and in that regard, I think, I th- give him the yeah, give him the lead. It, it hurts, but like, I'm just like, it's it's got to happen. Otherwise, what, it's gonna what would you do for all the top four teams as well? Because in my opinion, Man United were going to win, get not win, but get no, into the Champions League. Yeah, like, well, yeah, like we're going to get into a Champions League spot. In my opinion, I thought that we were on. I thought like, we were on the way up. Not yeah, like. like Bruno Fernandez yeah. just came in and changed the game for us. So I think we could have got. Champions League football but now in the case where we aren't in that we aren't in the top four bracket we now don't have Champions League football which means we can't then bring in players like Jaden Sancho because we don't have that appeal whereas if we had got into that we could have maybe then said look we've got Champions League football you want to play in Europe come to us we'll be, we're building something here. Yeah. Would that be then if you work it out from a mathematical perspective is it so City are obviously still like would would be up there anyway, yeah. And then what, what would it be then? Was it Leicester who were up there as well? Leicester, Chelsea, um, United. I've looked at that table in donkeys. Never yeah. yeah, to be fair, I haven't either. But however, would it be a playoff? I think football needs to adapt to well the current situation. Yeah. I think Minimising the amount of games that are happening makes massive sense. So, 
I feel like we've gone a bit of a tangent here. So would you resume or avoid the league, avoid the season? I would say resume because you've got you've got to when give we, those teams those chances of either getting relegated or promoted into Champions yeah. League spots or dropping off. What if what if your this whole pandemic goes on for a certain amount of time? I know the Bundesliga Bundesliga's back, but obviously there's not many people watching and that kind of killed me. <laughs> but um what do you do if this goes on till February time and they don't open the Prem till then, or any of the any of the English leagues until then? Do you do you then carry on a season, and just have a different start start date, or do you what? What do you do? Well, I think it. <sighs> do you know what I mean? I in my per- personally, I would. It sucks. I it sucks to take it away from um, Liverpool, but I would avoid the season but still giving them credit where credit is deserved. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They still haven't won a title in over 30 years. They still, <laughs> in my eyes, they still haven't won the title. I know uh, it seems peak and they were, they, we can all, I assume we can all agree they were going to do it. But I think there's just, you can't, they haven't got it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They didn't, they didn't win it. Yeah. I know Agreed. it's shit, but everyone was in the same situation with it. Everyone finishing their spots, like you say, Man United. They're on the way to the Champions League for the Champions League spot, but it didn't happen. So you can't just give it to them and yeah, take it away from someone else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair enough. I think you've convinced me on that one. To be fair, sweet boys. I right. think there's one more question though, yeah. isn't there, from Alec? Yeah. Yeah. Right, minutes left on this call. Right, Alec. Oh yes. Given that Arsenal, Chelsea, and West Ham. Also, Spurs is their biggest rival. Does that make Spurs the biggest team in London? Can we just say no, no and just leave it at that? In that case, if all those teams hating each other, that means Leeds are the biggest club in England. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I can just veto that question right now and we can end it. I'm, I'm sweet with that. Well, yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> it's no, straight up no. Tottenham I'll give a bit of benefit to the doubt. Given that Arsenal, Chelsea, and West Ham will see Spurs as their biggest rival, does that make Spurs the biggest team in London? No, you can't. Chelsea and Arsenal, two teams that have got more history, and like even Chelsea in the last fifteen years will have more history than Tottenham do with their last league yeah. title in like nineteen sixty-two or something. You can't, you can't see Tottenham are the biggest club just because people hate them. Like honestly, not at all. Not at all. That's like saying when that's like saying a Leicester the biggest team in the Premier League because people hate them because they've come up from nothing and stuff like that. It's not. You're, you're already no one hates Leicester. Rivals. You gotta love Leicester, don't you? Uh, hometown boys, hometown. Because <laughs> you have just because you have rivals doesn't mean that's you're then exactly. Yeah. Like, you're, like what? What was I trying to say? Like Spurs are a small club. If people are the best. You leave them alone. You could like. What are we saying? Man United at the top of the club. They don't have too many rivals because no one wants to compete with them. Everyone wants to compete with Spurs because they know they're Beatle. Sorry, Alec. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> You've just absolutely sparked a massive debate. <laughs> You're going to have to go on like Melard's moans or whatever. I'll put my phone on silent. Though, so. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't think just because you have rivals you can classify yourself as the biggest team in yeah. the capital of England. And, like, and yeah, London's massive as well. I think everyone hates everyone, so... 
in the street, let alone football. But yeah, right. Anyway, that I'm going to conclude that. Um, so that's that for this week. Um, make sure to send in some more questions to the profile before Friday, 7 p.m., I believe, if you want us to, to answer anything for next Sunday's show. Um, I believe I'll be hosting again and potentially joined again by these two beautiful boys. Um, yeah, make, make sure to check out Mel's Moans tomorrow and I believe they will be involved in talking about Newcastle and Steve Bruce. Thanks so much for listening and we will catch you soon. Thank you very much.